What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Okay, so we have this incredible resonant sound. We're in Wendy Williams' apartment. It was more beautiful than I was expecting. It was the most expecting. It was. It was so beautiful. Um, we you and I are definitely gonna, always sing in here. Can you imagine? If we just started being like, Wendy, I'll see you every week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I like magical like, practice. <laughs> and we're like, I press a, like a cake of soap against the keyhole and I'm trying to get a key made. That's what they used to do in the old no. days. Yeah, like when you see an old mystery and they like push a, a cake Soap. I'd have to go all the way through the hole or something. Well, I don't know. They figured it out. Like, watch those old timey, like a black and white. I remember as a kid being like, cake of soap. Get a cake of soap in your bag like in case you have to a make a cake of soap. A fake bar of key. soap? Cake of soap. <laughs> I'm feeling old timey. It was. Anyhow, okay. So, we have things to, to talk about before we bring Wendy in, and she's going to have some of her scone, and you can have some of your, some more of your chocolate chip cookie. Um,. Juliana May's show. I really liked it. Really good. I really thought it was great. Wow, it was so good. I was so moved. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, other, it'll be back for uh, American Realness in January, which is great. So if you missed it this go around, we'll have Juliana as a guest before then. Yeah. Um, Molly Porstel beginning. Incredible. I mean, talk I about an you. actress who can dance. Yeah, you told me all of this, and then I went and saw it, and I'm saying, you're, you are correct. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, you're right. <laughs> I loved it. And then as it We don't built, always see eye to eye, you and I. Oh, no, but you are taller. I am yeah, taller. I do see right over him. Well, we have. I'm a feelings queen, and sometimes you can be a feelings queen, but also you can just love something if it's aesthetically pleasing. Do you know and why that I love? I love me. Juliana because I turn into a sound queen for Juliana's. Well, and Juliana, if for and I said this to Juliana after I felt so. I felt I asked, I asked her how old she is, and we're the same age because I kept thinking about Tori Amos's Boys for Pele during it. And there's a rearrangement of language. She'll, where Tori would put words next to each other, not for the meaning, not for the literal meaning of that, but the feeling meaning mm-hmm. of those words going together. Feeling meaning. I'm into it. You know me, I love a feeling meaning. And <sighs> it's not, and the way, the, the magic of uh, language and syntax reorientation and what, and then using the, folk for that. I kept going back to folk dances, folk songs, mm. but of it actually being that these women, these contemporary women are going to take folk dance and song and make it their own. I was, and I needed it that day. Oh, good. I, oh, I cried. I had this long <laughs> moment of Rebecca Wender at the end when they're, I don't want to spoil it for people, but in their final gesture when they were singing, Rebecca and I had a lot of like eye lock. And, and I was she just, was really good at looking at audience members. There's also, oh, I'm spacing on her name right now. She's an actress who was in it. She's one with a bob. Oh, I the, don't. I she, don't think I know her. Oh, she oh is, Tess. She. I. Is that who it is with the black bob? Yeah. Um. She's incredible. Yeah. When she yelled "form, form, form, form," <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> it was so good. It was. <clears throat> it was. She's it, a dancer. She's, she's in a, Terry's work. Not this recent one. But. Isn't. But doesn't she have acting background as well? Oh, I thought Beth. Guy. I had coffee with Beth. Gail recently, and she was like, oh yeah, and she has acting background I don't know, I don't know Tess well. Um, everyone was incredible. Okay, so, so go to Juliana's show in January. Everybody, do everyone that. Everyone, go to Juliana's show in January. What else it was, did we see? So then, yesterday, I went to the screening of oh, a movie that. that's coming. It'll come out in 2019. It's called Girl. It is about um, 
a trans female uh, ballerina. And in this one way, she's living, I, I believe it's Belgian, and it's, you know, she's living in socialism. Her dad is really there for her. Her, you know, it's, she's going to this great ballet school and it's, but it's still hard. And people are still mean. And the way, the, and, and I think, I could see how people would view it as, well, but she, you know, she's getting to do what she wants and the parent is really positive and she's able to, she has a really like handsome therapist. The therapist is woof. Um, and the dad is also really hot too. Don't get it twisted. So there's a and, lot of reasons to see this movie. And, and, but, but what you watch are these, there's like these two competitive narratives of how difficult it is to be a of all to do ballet. And she's coming at it late. They're like, your feet mm-hmm. aren't gonna, this is going to be too hard on your feet. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of blood mm-hmm. with the feet because it, it just... Oh, blood. How old is she old? She's 16. Oh. She's 16 going for point. And going on point at 16? I think it's... I think I don't know that she's been on point pre that. Wow. And so there's a lot of like pushing the foot against like the bed. Wendy's concerned. breaking and violence. It was really... So she's dealing with the violence of that while also dealing with the violence of this body yes. is not my body. Wow. This is not right. And, th- and I'm in the wrong body. Time. Yeah, it takes place right now. It just... It's, I think it's the... It, it just came out. It's a documentary. Out. No, no. Oh, it's fiction. Fi- it's oh, shot oh. so beautifully. I mean... The thing that's so smart is he keeps it really tight on her face mm-hmm. during um, combinations. So you see some stuff of is like... Is a real transgender actor? I believe that Victor, who plays... Uh, yes, Victor that's is good. Victor is, uh, is transgender. Um, and so... And, and then here we are. Like, I couldn't think of what... Like, watching that movie yesterday, I started crying just about from the time it started to the Ooh. end. Ladies, gentlemen, and other, what is to say about this, you know, political maneuver? But uh, donate where you can. I have posted things on my Instagram of where you can donate. Um, uh, trans is not a choice. It is ridiculous to sit, to deny it and to say and to try and push them out of existence. Mm. And uh, and it also feels to me it's very like it's a way to just play something to his violent base Mm -hmm. it all seems i was thinking today how sort of unprecedented it is that like we are living in a time where progress is being reversed we're like we already made these decisions about how we're going to treat each other Mm -hmm. and now there's a group of people who are like but we're gonna we're gonna go back yeah it doesn't it's like a wasp nest that got crashed yeah and you can't can't stop it right now it's so crazy yeah and it's really like grab, grab your aerosol can of wasp killer, I guess, yeah. and whatever yeah. that means. And what does that mean in terms of Just how to react, how to respond? Those yellow stickies on the <laughs> <laughs> to catch the moths. Leave my yellow stickies out of it. Um, uh, so I also want to say, vis-a-vis that, our guest from last week, Ash Jurgen's show, which will be at Abrams Art Center, November first, second, and third. At least fifty percent of the box office will be going to um, Transgender Law Center, I believe, is the title of that. It's uh, I'll be doing a post about uh, exactly where it's going, but uh, it will be going to um, uh, the fight. Uh, with yeah. for a transgender law center, so at half at least half of Ash's box office is going to be going That's to so great. see that. Which I talked to Ash yesterday on the phone, 
Um, Wendy Ash was our guest last week as a trans uh, male and um, uh, who has a show coming up about their funeral and being millennial and Instagram and uh, gender, obviously. And um, uh, they're 26, I believe, or 27, and thinking of this, of a young artist with, with, you know, on like shoestring if budget donating at least mm-hmm. half of their box office mm-hmm. poor poor, poor. Ta- so take note upper institutions mm-hmm. um you can do it too yeah okay, okay. here and, and i mean i've said here we are we've been saying wendy we're with wendy whalen in her apartment oh hi wendy, wendy. hi guys i'm glad to have you here it's oh, nice to be here us. Um, I love the other side. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Call, call me. See you later. See you upstairs. <laughs> um, I mean, we wanted to. Do, I know that we were like, oh, let's try and do this when you had the the documentary yeah, you guys that called me came out. Ago, I know, but but we're getting I, to do it now. Yeah, and I didn't know you before. That's true. But not Just that I know you. Time, well, the first time we actually got to hang out, hang out was with yeah. Brian at that Gibney benefit. Yeah. When I was oh, like, yeah. I love her. But yeah. you came to our show in April. Oh yeah, I did. you did yeah. because yes. I saw you on the street and I said, mm-hmm. "Will you please come? I'll yeah, get your ticket." Said, Thank like, you. Like you did it like right before, right? And I was like, yeah. "I'm going." I think it was that okay. day. I'm going. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that nice? I did. It was so kind. It was when so. When do you see kind. shows? Yeah. Not as many as you guys see, but I don't. I don't know. Maybe you and I see the same amount. I think Reed maybe sees the most. I see. I see. So I see shows. a fair amount. Yeah. But not. But not a ton. It's hard because I'm upstate. You also see theater as well. Sometimes, though I have to say that the cathartic experience I get from dance, like, yeah. is, it, it is capable of doing something that has been more rare for me in theater. Mm-hmm. I, I, it is, has been less likely to happen for me in theater. Mm-hmm. The immediacy of the body yeah. affects me on a cellular yeah. level. Yeah. Wendy, for listeners who <clears throat> don't know who you are, do you want to do like a one minute history? You can do you can do a brief one. There's a documentary which I oh, highly yeah. recommend. You can also Wikipedia or whatever. You, you can wiki. <clears throat> but I mean, brief like to, if we were to postage stamp it, as they say sometime, it. because I want to talk about where you are now and what yeah. you're yeah. doing now. Mm. Um, well, <laughs> um, where are you from? I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, mm-hmm. or as we say, Louisville. Um, I moved here in '82 when I was 15. I Studied at the School of American Ballet, joined New York City Ballet in 84, left in 2014, so I was there for 30 years. (sighs) I rode that ride, and it was amazing. I learned so much, and I did the whole whole realm of of that repertoire, which was Mm -hmm. just otherworldly and greatest gift. And then I decided, um, because I I became very popular with new work at the end, middle end, well, through my whole career, but mostly at the end, I was, I developed really strong relationships with choreographers mm, and yeah. I wanted to continue that. So I started doing my own projects. So that's what I'm doing now and um, cultivating new side of myself. I've taken myself off point. I will never do point again, even though there's really? 7 million points. She's in my house. I know, we saw that. I know. Just being but eaten by moths. But they are bugs and moths. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to donate those. And um, yes, so I, yeah, for, very, very forward-thinking person. That's, and that's very clear in the documentary. Yeah. I mean, that was what was so 
Because Reed knew you pre. I didn't. So yeah. I saw the documentary not knowing you. Okay. And I cried in it. Oh. Were you like, she's different than I thought she was? No. Most people are like, you, you're, you're not like the dancer, Wendy. You're different. I guess I didn't think that. But mm. also my experience of, I mean, my experience of even knowing about you was through Reed. Oh. So it, it also, oh, and Reed. my experience with Reed is, a, is obviously very specific and... Uh, there's a sort of there's a real history there so it felt always warm and open I guess was yeah. what I I mean I started watching you dance probably in like 97 uh-huh and that was when I was hitting hitting a new stride well it's interesting yeah. because I think in that moment there was certainly like a lot of I feel like there was a period of like <laughs> decades when you were like iconically the ballerina of the New York City Ballet it was like Wendy Whalen was associated with like what it means to be from New York City Ballet. Wow. Did you feel that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, I felt yeah. that, but I remember seeing you as like a teenager and not really understanding it initially oh, okay, and yeah. being sort of like mm, in it's the way that yeah. yeah, in the way that like you can look at a piece of art that mm -hmm. is complex or mm -hmm. good and it initially you're like I don't what? really know yeah. what I'm looking at and then as time goes by, like the layers peel back right. and you see the beauty of it. Yes. And that was my experience with you, That's what certainly. I felt as well when I was a kid. <laughs> and what 14, does that mean that was, and why? Well, you'd see something. I mean, I, just when I very first came to New York in the summer, the first thing that really just hit me like a knife or lightning bolt was Agon. Right. So I was 14, I was sitting in the audience, and I, and I was felt like I was struck by some kind of arrow yeah. of like, I have no idea what this is about. Mm. I don't know anything, um, but I have to know everything. Right. And I was like, I just want to get into that tangle of this complexity, and I want to just untangle this for myself. And I luckily had 30 years to do that. Yeah. And I really got into that tangle. And yeah. I were... loved that tangle. Yeah. And I still do. Well, I know yeah. from, like, from having been a ballet dancer and been around it for my whole life, there's not a lot of discussion when you're inside of your career about yeah. what it is you're doing. No. Mm -hmm. And I wonder for you, because it's so unusual, I was thinking today um, about this kind of traps that ballet dancers get into in terms of the way they perform, mm -hmm. in terms of this kind of like, um, what is that, furrowed brow kind of like mm -hmm. angsty approach to like producing some kind of false and mm. dramatic narrative Effort. through abstract oh, dance, but right. yeah. you never did that. And I don't know if that was a discussion or a choice, but like I felt like you had an abstraction about the way you performed always. The approach. Yeah, so, the approach. Yeah, that was something that I think uh, I was born with. I'm, you know, from Louisville. I said we're we're pretty we're, we're pretty real down there right. in that town of Kentucky. Where it's very liberal, very like open, very um, just you be you, and you know, and that's great. You know, I mean, so it's an very... epicenter of contemporary American plays. I mean, it, yeah, like the, it's it Louisville hosts the. What is it called? It's the the little, um, Playwright Festival. Yeah, it's where it's, it's Actors it, Theater of Louisville. Actors Theater of Louisville. Yeah, it's huge. Contemporary new yeah, plays. Yeah, new plays. And yeah. it's mm -hmm. one of them, and and it's funded consider, considering 
what's going on. Yeah. It's funded well, all things considered. Yeah. And it's really rare to have in America. Like another one would be like Sundance Theater Lab, uh-huh. which is funded by the film industry. Mm-hmm. So very different than what Actors Theater mm-hmm. Louisville is doing. And the Louisville Orchestra, before my time, was famous for contemporary new Right, classical music right, so right, contemporary right. music right i mean they they were famous for it and they recorded it there or right. they they were the orchestras that did the recordings of new mm. contemporary music very avant-garde stuff right. it's like louisville really is right. like that island, the pro it's island. the island in yeah. kentucky yeah. yeah madison is like that in wisconsin yeah it's like we would go to the Mad- Madison, and that's where I would do my acting training. But it was like an island. And New York City is like that in New York. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> everywhere we came from, you guys. right, right, yeah. really, like just to the islands, right? Exactly, the yeah. islands of the right. But true. it's lucky to be find yourself able to get to a small town that does think that way yeah. before you get out, yeah. so that you know that it, it exists and that it's valuable and that it is sophisticated. Yeah, it's nice to like see sophistication as a young person. And be grabbed by it, and and be drawn to it, and need it, and, and that's did, what I felt like. And when, when you City applied to SAB, your I applied with I mean, my CV. Yeah, <laughs> right. but isn't yeah. but that's an application. I mean, don't don't you have to like send a letter and no. then audition? No, you, you go just to show up and you get a number. number. Yeah. They put a number okay. on your leotard. Yeah. Um, and did your mom and who brought you to that? Um, my, my teacher was like, you know, you're, you're, you're 13. I'm getting ready to leave. Your other teacher's getting ready to leave. You need to leave (laughs) and you need to get out because you, you can make it. We believe in you. Yeah. And so she said, oh, there's actually uh, an audition for School of American Ballet in Cincinnati, which is an hour and a half away. Uh, so my mom drove me up to it and I walk in and there's like hundreds of girls from the... Midwestern Ohio River yeah. straddling the Ohio River <laughs> area. Jutting full across splits, the Ohio right, exactly, yeah. splits across the Ohio River. Yes, yes. So, and Suzanne Farrell walks in the room because she's oh, from Cincinnati. Oh, my God. That's, right. and that, that's her hometown. And, so do, and you knew who she was. I knew who she was, right. but I had I had no connection to her. I had no knowledge of her work. The documentary wasn't was, out yet. She was that sophisticated. <laughs> Is that a list of news? Yeah. Is that that yeah. one? Yeah. That's a good another one. Oh, she, it's cries. She Cheers. had all that sophistication that really went right over my head. And mm-hmm. I just, I knew it was there, but I, I didn't understand it. And mm-hmm. so I didn't, I didn't even imagine she would really like me. But, um, but I remember nailing a couple of steps in her class when I was 13 in points, she was doing grand play in fifth position in center. She gave that, uh, and she gave a really hard did class. Did you have to pirouette out of that grand play? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's I another class. I don't remember doing that much, but I was like, ooh, this is hard. And I went and I, was, I nailed it and I left that center combination and I was like, I just feel like I just feel really good right yeah. now and I yeah. feel like I did it better than a lot of people in here and, and then I maybe I don't know well, but but you got accepted I got accepted yeah yeah so it sounds yeah. like you did yeah. I guess ultimately this question about like where you came from and leading into like the way you were approaching how you danced in the company it wasn't something that you made a choice about or something that like it was you, just me yeah who were you looking to in the company when you were first in the school Patricia McBride in? okay mm-hmm. yeah that was a quick answer she came to Louisville as a guest artist a few times and I remember um, because Jean-Pierre 
Bon Fu, her husband, mm-hmm. would also come and choreograph for the Louisville Ballet. Right. And M- Mikhail Baryshnikov would bring Patty. And so she became beloved in our little town of, oh, there's Patty McBride. Mm-hmm. She's coming back next year. So I would go see her. And my teachers would say, watch her boring. Watch how fast her feet work. Watch how she moves. <laughs> you know, watch. She's very, she was very different than yeah. what we saw because we were sort of, our company was British-based. And she's the opposite of that. Yeah. So it was very different. And it was kind of a jolt to my eye. And I, I wasn't sure, you know. It was, again, so there was a sophistication that I wasn't quite aware of. Mm-hmm. But I was told that it's, that's, that's it, though. You know? God, so it was incredible just... incredible to have your teachers like, there who yeah, knew that. They were like, she's... Look, look at this. Look she's at that. She's America's ballerina. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went backstage, and I... I don't know why I was backstage, but I was there. And I passed by her, and I remember her talking to everybody and saying thank you. Being so nice to everybody. And just mm. every person backstage she spoke with and was kind. And I was just like, I'm going to be like that. Yeah. So when I was, when I left, I remember saying to my mom, I was coming out of class once actually. And I said, you know, when I grow up, I'm going to be like Patricia McBride. I'm going to be, I'm going to be nice to everybody. So that was, that was, I, 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 I was like, that's who I want to be. And I guess that, that did shape something. Now get out. No, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now get out of my apartment. Yeah. I have things to do. I know. Enough of you guys. No, yeah, exactly. But, I, but, I, but that was. But that was. That was. She. I really. I found. I saw the value in that kindness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I saw how it worked with her artistry, and how she swirled it into this magic ball of just star. And I was like, I couldn't imagine being any anything other than that and being happy. So I thought, that's how I'm going to find happiness. Had you seen any, like, movies of the New York City Ballet or anything before you came to... Movies? I saw Turning Point I was thousand about, times. I was just about to ask, how yeah. do you feel about Turning Point? Because oh, literally would, also when I was thinking yeah. of this, mm-hmm. I just, I wanted so badly for you to be like, and when I was backstage, I saw Patty McBride talking to this woman who didn't end up going to the <laughs> City Ballet. Because oh, I kept thinking, you know, because that's job. the turning point. You yeah. Know? And it's like... Yeah, no. I mean, we have a we had an old movie theater at home called the Vogue Theater, which is now Divorce. <laughs> <laughs> and was it was de- Deco. You know, it had one of those you know really Gag. cool uh-huh. fronts like yeah. they have in the little towns. Yeah. And and er- I mean, all my f- cool friends, the dancers, the artists, kids, and my mom and da da da. We always had the you know schedule. What's happening at the Vogue? Uh-huh. And we would circle. The nights we were going to go, mm. and you know, turning point was every seven, eight, twelve days, and we'd be, like, I'm going that night and that night, and then I would get with my would, friends, and we would see it. Oh, we saw it every night, and then Harold and Maude. Oh wow! Same year. Harold and oh, Maude. Harold and Maude. I love that. That makes sense. Gone with the wind. We would sit four hours and watch. You Gone would with watch the wind. Gone with the wind. Wow! Those were I the tried doing that. I, was that. Always at. I yeah. saw it once, and I was like, that's good. That's, That's good. For me. Yeah. I well, was, I just I remember wasn't. sitting with my girlfriends and we had our snacks and stuff. Right. And then the horse is like throwing up. Right. And I was like, in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, the dead ho- dying horse. It's like up foam. At the it's end. foaming. It's and like, she has and to I like... was just like, oh. And my friends started laughing. They were like, she's the first time she's seen the movie. You know, like. Don't you they feel were... like in that time they would have just like killed a horse to oh, get sure. a scene like that? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. 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 But I remember that, like, with my Twizzlers watching the horse, like, foam and, like, being like, ah. Oh. 
And they were all like, you're gone with the wind virgin. You know, I was like. And you were like, so Because it's really long. And I because love I four love hours the, with I the love Shirley MacLaine and yeah. it's Shirley MacLaine. And, and who, Bancroft. Uh, yeah. Oh, and all that jazz. That was all that jazz. One. We would go see that one too. I mean, As groups. I was just talking about how incredible, because a friend of ours is about to play <laughs> oh, okay. That has to be edited don't out. Say it. She signed an NDA. I don't know, but but good. You know, as long know. as she's playing something, I'm gonna be there. Anyhow. Yeah. I was so I'll cut to it. We were just good. talking about all that jazz in terms good. of how incredible it was that he made a movie about his life and his death and then he died like that. Yeah. Like I was really like that's how you should die. Drug overdose. Um uh, Yeah, I but that Fosse made the movie about his life and his death. Yeah. And then did it. It was like a Mr. Hints. Was that his name? Uh-huh. Yeah. Destiny. Destiny. We had this class at Interlock and we'd write a 60 page paper on uh, your whole life and your death. It had to be a minimum of 60 pages. Wow. I taught at at Interlock just recently. You did? Yeah, I thought of you guys. I knew you. I saw the Yes. It was fun. I don't think it's changed, right? Not much. Uh, Yeah. It was great. I love the kids. It's like teaching at Jacob's Pillow slash Vale slash. The woods. Somewhere else. You're in the woods. You stayed in the hotel. Did they put you I in the hotel? I think I did, yeah. So you would just like walk yeah. there? Above the cafeteria? Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did. I yeah, slept yeah. above the cafeteria. Oh, but I was wow. kind of like, is this Tivoli? Is this Vale? Is this Jacob's Pillow? It's no, it's interlocking. all its own. Yeah. Interlocking is because you can't get anywhere, at least in like oh, yeah, Tivoli. You're, and, like, you're gated in. That's yeah. that's that's semi-different. Do you ever eat at Little Deb's Oasis in Hudson? It's my favorite. No, you talked I'm about this with me. I'm going to take you there. You'll love there. it. Oh, it's so, it's my favorite. It's so fun. Okay, so you're at New York City Ballet. When and you then got to the New York City Ballet, do you, re- like, what were some of the first ballets that you were like, that's important to me? Oh. Agon. Well, you yeah. Agon. When I, I literally, I have, I have memories of my first time seeing Agon, Apollo, Union Jack, Valpurgis Nacht Ballet. Kira Nichols in anything. It was Kira. I was like Kira Nichols. I felt like in my dream, I was watching myself as a grown up. That actually makes mm. sense. Because I yeah. felt like I had mm-hmm. a physical body yeah. a little mm-hmm. bit. Similar. And, and I thought she was just beautiful. And mm-hmm. Not that I thought I was, but I wanted to be like that. Yeah. And we had brown hair. We weren't blonde. We weren't brunette, but we had brown hair. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> we were, and we were strong, you know. Yeah. And I just thought... If there's anybody in here that I might resemble slightly as a dancer, I just thought maybe it's her. Yeah. But I don't. I don't. Know and then you danced really together was. for so long. Kira. Yeah. Because she was in the. Oh, yeah, we were in the. We were principals at the same time, but I. I never danced like next to her. <laughs> I was kind of always. Always a little behind or on the side. I would run to the wings and watch her in Mozartiana, like wow. all oh, the time. Mozartiana. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Other stuff too, but yeah. what was that like once you were like sharing roles with these people that you had admired? Well, I tried to, you know, it took a, actually. You said you started to come see New York City Ballet or, or remember me from 1997. Mm-hmm. Well, that's when I turned 30, mm-hmm. right? So it I'm took a- it took me up till 1997 to actually feel like I deserved to have these roles. Like I was like, okay, I I'm getting these roles, but you know, Kira also has these roles, and Darcy also has these roles, and I'm just doing them, you know, and I'm doing them, and maybe I'm okay at them, but I didn't think I could really own them. What year did you become a principal? Oh, 
91. So it was six years Whoa. of being a principal where I was kind of like, mm, do, I really, do I really deserve or own this? Or, I mean, then, I think there's also something to 30 and beyond. Yeah. I mean, there's really there's a qualitative 30, yeah. change that happens yeah. at, if you've worked really hard every single day. Yeah, I felt 30. like I, I deserve it now. Yeah, well, I can I also, actually I can actually say something in my dancing, and and it's valid. Before that, I wasn't sure I knew enough, and that you to be valid owned it. But it's yeah. all it's a kind of drop into being that yeah. I think is just there's a hesitancy in, that I I think is correct in the twenties because it's so much that decade is so much about trying to implement what you've learned. Yeah, and Those, I wanted to I really wanted to know I paid my dues. I yeah. really wanted to know I did that because I wouldn't have felt. I don't know. I just I just needed to feel worthy somehow. Without balancing there, it was right. you know, would I have gotten in? I don't I never really knew. Right. You know, why was I getting these parts? Is it just because I'm strong? Or is it am I an artist? I didn't know what it was. But then when I was nine nine ninety seven when I turned thirty, I was like a lot of stuff went on in my life and I felt like, okay, I've gone through enough. <laughs> I've experienced enough and um, I am allowed to soften. I'm right. allowed to open up. I'm allowed to hear the music the way I hear it. Cor but, you know, correctly. Correctly. Right. But, but I'm allowed, <laughs> to, I'm allowed right. to, you know, take it in and interpret it you know, with the, with guidance, but it's my interpretation now. I'm not, well, I, I deserve an interpretation. Which is a thing of a, of becoming an adult and yeah. then being responsible for your own life, which yeah. just literally takes that much time. Yeah. I mean, that is sort of that decade rule of like, if you're interested in something, yeah. it'll be a decade until you have better acclimation around it. Yeah. You know, and then it's, it's just that continual deepening in process. And I also thought by the time I was 30, I was like, okay, now it's now or never you know yeah. i was like give it it's blah, give it out now because then it's going it to be everything. gone soon well, well and that felt i mean that feels very i'm just trying to think of the first thing i saw you in which i'm sure i went with you i think we were was she in four t's when no, we went with but david i think we were I think Jack's first time at City Belly, we were in the front row, oddly. Oh, I remember you guys. Oh, you saw we, us. Yeah, we were, I think I we were like, in the front row. We, like, got cheap tickets, and we were seated in the front row. And I think you, and you, and you were David. doing Barocco. Oh, yes. And I think Ellen was your, was your first uh, violin. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And I remember doing... Second violin. No, but second violin's you, is the pas de girl. They yeah. always tell us, us it's different. I know. Well, because you, you know, whatever. <laughs> I love, no, I love this conversation. This is All right. a, like really when you want to like turn the like, I mean, if we're going to geek out about Balanchine and I don't who really doesn't care. want to. All right. But like, All right. I'm you gonna, were the I'm going to believe you because. You shouldn't I, believe me. I do because I come on second, so. Exactly. Gonna, the second yeah. violin. Yeah. Well, musically, you were the second violin. I love but you, Reed. My hand's sweating. Oh, I'm it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah, well, I'm hot. It is sweaty. And do you feel nervous? Not no, very. not Reed. No, no. I'm hot. But so Baroque, you, yeah. you were doing Baroque when I remember you in the pas de deux, you did it. There's a part uh -oh. where you like step up, uh -huh. suit new, and then you pick your foot up into mm -hmm. passe. And we, it was literally like seven feet from us. Oh, right. And David and I both gasped uh -huh. by just the way that you like toe articulated. 
And I remember One Jack, of my like, favorite turned moments and was in like, the what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> what's happening, you guys? Oh, my God. I, I asked because I was like, what just happened? I mean, it was also so much my experience of I had been so resistant to ballet because yeah. I simply didn't know that would be more my preference, which would be sort of more of the black and whites. Right. And so, because I just, whatever, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter why, it just wasn't my thing. Yeah. And then Weird was like, you just really need to, it, it, he said it'll be very different with Balanchine, you just trust me on this. And I was like, well, I have these political reasons. And he's like, you'll just get over it. Oh. And then, <laughs> um, and so we went, and I remember, I do remember that I, I guess it was in Fort Temperaments then when I kept mm-hmm. saying work. Well, in Fort Temperaments, Jack was like, yes, work, because I think Tess was doing <laughs> I work. Mean, and uh, so then when we left the theater, David was like, is Jack mocking the ballet? And I was no, I he was so. living his life. I was, I, I was, I was like, I was like, no, I was gagging. Oh, I was like, oh, this is really, I because it was, and part of my resistance had been about certain, mm-hmm. not about. It's not. I, I, I respect it totally. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a the thing around viewership where I think I, I was also at this place where I was like, well, who gets to express what in an audience, and what are the class divisions around that? Oh, so. Yeah. In this large-scale auditorium, me saying work under my breath, I don't find as rude as, like, um, some of these other people up in here. I'm not going to say what they do. <laughs> Whether it's that they don't want to put a cough drop in Katie before Robert. they come, yeah, or yeah, yeah. they want to, like, eat their fucking taffy, or whatever the fuck they want to do. But mm. I was deeply expressing an authentic... Yeah. You this were in is it. incredible. I mean, it was distracted by the something. four temperaments really shifted things for me. But then when I saw, it was the big shift happened when I saw Stravinsky Valentine. Oh. That was really when I was like, huh, is huh, amazing. Oh, it was the best. Yeah, I time really... I was alone at New York mm-hmm. City Ballet when I was I don't know, early twenties maybe, and I was watching Agon and you were dancing with Jock and. Mm-hmm. My alarm clock went off, and, <laughs> <laughs> like ah, and it was ah. the one that went. And I was like, "Oh, you!" And then I had to like shuffle through my whole bag and find the clock it off. It was truly a nightmare, but I'll never forget it. Well, listen to this one. I was doing Nutcracker Pot at a, you know, kitty matinee, literally, and smoke alarm goes off in the lobby of the theater. The whole auditorium is going. Nutcracker Pot with Damien Wetzel. Never went off. We kept going. You kept we didn't going. stop. Curtain didn't come down. We're like, we fight all evil. Ah. So they didn't empty the theater out during no, the fire? No, they were like, you know, they It'll just... Be okay. Can you imagine? It was the end of the ballet. They're like, we'll all get out of time. That's amazing. But I did the whole pot of it with an alarm. Wow. Spiral kind of, you know going what, off. And the whole... Were you guys laughing that. at each other? No, we were focused as anything, but wow. it was like... Inside out. You had to transcend kind of, two different rhythms happening at the same oh, time. Yeah, I really don't you want to see it? It feels very now. Yeah, it feels, very it feels, now. That's a good show. It, it feels very now. It feels really good. I just like do the nutcracker, but then have sonic elements of like mm-hmm. fire alarms and ambulances and people screaming and yeah. know, outside, inside. Was there, Can I be in that show yes, first? Okay. Please. Do you remember like a period during your career at New York City Ballet where you were able to really like reflect on what it is you were doing and what it is like that was happening in the ballet world broadly or were you just very laser focused? I didn't think so much about the ballet world broadly. I was really, I was pretty laser focused on what I was doing and who I was dancing with and yeah. you know, what's happening outside, yes, a little bit, but I was like, um, this I'm, I was all like I wasn't thinking politics at all. I right. never even I didn't read about politics. 
I mean, I, I knew which way I swayed, but I wasn't involved at all until I left the company and I could actually have time to read. Well, and this and is now something, I'm obsessed. And this is something <laughs> Reed and I have talked about mm -hmm. a lot, yeah. about what it is to go into a room starting at maybe 10 in the morning and then you yeah. get out of that building at like 10.30 at night. Easily. So, if not before and after that. And the yeah. kind of, the, the focus mm -hmm. that level mm -hmm. of physical athleticism takes um, however, and I, just mental focus, just mm -hmm. mental, just sheer just, mental focus. I have to learn well a whole as, ballet today and do it tonight. Yeah, and the internal politics, mm -hmm. yeah, which the then, energy, I, of course, yeah. when you left, I'm sure you saw how they correlated with the external politics. Yeah, um, and uh, I, I mean, it's just one of the, and that feels very specific to ballet. I mean, I think about, of course, now I think of like Colin. Uh, Kaepernick, uh, Kaepernick yeah. and the and football players or you know people in certainly in fields of athleticism that are really mm -hmm. difficult and take all day long mm -hmm. who are now but where that's starting to shift and crack and wake up I yeah. find all of that really exciting I can really see where your guys heads are but I wasn't even talking about politics oh, <laughs> oh sorry no, but that's well, where Wendy I went. and I are but, that, but that's where I mean I really I didn't think I didn't think about um too much outside. Were you going to see shows? Like when I started things? going to see shows, or or even just sharing the stage with certain artists and mm -hmm. shows, that's when things started to wake up a little bit more, for sure. Like, were there guests who came into Dance with City Ballet from other places where you were like, wow, different? Oh, to every every artist, guest artist that came in, wow, different. Yeah, very different. Wow. Well, do you often, here's, I've found, and not to get into like a discussion about like technical mm -hmm. ballet semantics, but yeah. like you have like an RAD base, right? Would you well, say? Well, interesting. I, you know, like for those very, who don't know what that is, read RAD really dance. Yeah. dance. Yeah. My so very first like, teacher was like, she studied under Ted Sean at Jacob's Pillow. Mm -hmm. And then the next teachers I went to, this is all, this is all before I came to New York. We're from RAD, Royal Ballet, London Festival Ballet, Ron Bear Ballet. Mm -hmm. Then I shifted to a teacher from Paris Opera Ballet mm -hmm. who had a student of hers who came back to teach us who had Maggie Black bass. I had wow. all those trainings before I was 13 years old. Wow. It's so a blessing. It, that really for me, is. I think it was because I got, I, I really got to understand, oh, you stand like this when this person asks you and you stand like this and, and then you stand right. like this, you know, I just could turn on the different levels yeah. and I knew the differences and I knew it wasn't one way. And that, interestingly, from like where that's going to translate post of yeah. your desire to work with these different makers. Yes, that's my thing. Yeah, it's, that, it is. Come, that makes so that, much that, sense. Yes, yeah, that makes it also clears up like why you were able to be this very neutral vehicle in the work at New York City Ballet. Because I find that a lot of dancers who go through that kind of schooling, like yeah. they cannot strip away the affect. Right, of right, right, right. Balancing training because right. it's so, it can be so kind of like oppressive in the body, mm -hmm. um, and specific. Yeah. And you've ne I've never looked at you and been like she, like you can kind of just shift and like yeah. be clean of it. Yeah, I try to think about. I've been thinking about this lately that, you know, there's balancing technique and then there's balancing style. Mm -hmm. right. And technique comes first, and I think style is something that comes when you're a certain age when you start to perform a little more I don't know if style is in there or should be focused on quite the same way technique should be focused on as a young dancer because mm -hmm. that's I wasn't given a style per se I was you know taught to hold my arms and hands a certain way but it wasn't much else it was 
Right. You know, it was about stand symmetry. up and think and coordinate and put things together and engineering, you know, right, and, exactly. and architecture, especially when I had the teacher for Maggie Black, because it yeah. was like literally like, how do you diagram your body from the inside right. and stand up s- straight so that economy of movement becomes second nature. And, th- and that's what I took to Suzanne Farrell's audition and did my yeah. Grand Plié and fit. And made it. And nailed it that way. Economy right. of movement, everybody. Take yeah. note. Take note. Yeah, because then when you find that, you find harmony in your body. Right. And it becomes, you know, second nature. And it, that's when you find your your voice and your or your ability to articulate movement. Mom, yeah. this thing that I, I think is it's a part of how to be, especially in, in, in what I find is more masterful in artistry is it is the sort of thing about channeling mm-hmm. and the way that the artist is able to get uh, away from themselves for something larger than themselves. Uh-huh. That's to me that's New York City ballets. I mean, right. In a perfect New York City ballet, that's right. the utopic idea. Right. And I think that that's when New York City ballet as is at its finest. Right. Is when the dancers come together in that way, which we do so well. Yeah. And that's when I've felt the peak of the glory the of City Ballet. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so And for myself the kind of ballet I want to see. Yeah. Because it actually mm-hmm. what these forms, whether it's ballet or contemporary or it's gram mm-hmm. or whatever wherever it is, where it is able to transcend its very form is in that. Yeah. It goes into something where language runs out and that's why we would have dance in the mm-hmm. first place. Mm-hmm. Um and it's so that, so that also really makes sense in terms of your past with that. Yeah. With the projects you're... Mm-hmm. Can you talk about the projects you're working on right now? Or have you signed an NDA? I don't, I don't, <laughs> have, I, I don't have an NDA, but in my I project... Mean, I know is, about some of them, but that's just... I mean, I know mean, about yeah. one of them because I'm upstate. And I, yeah. I know about that. Can you talk about that or no? I think I can. I haven't been told not to. I okay. mean, I, I don't... I can't say specifically where it's happening. I believe I know where it's premiering, but it mm. hasn't been announced. You don't have to say that. I yeah. just want to hear about working yeah. with her. Yeah, working with her. Yeah, I'm just going to say I'm talking yeah. about Lucinda, right? Yes. Right. Lucinda Childs. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, I'm excited. I'm beyond excited. <laughs> and she's on... She lives right around the corner upstate now. Yeah, you know? I heard so, that. Yeah. Is this a solo project? It's a, it's a, it's a, I was, um, got, I got an email from Maya Beiser, the cellist, okay. who is sort of an original bang on a canner, um, incredible cellist. She's similar in age to me. And we, she played the piece that, um, called World to Come for Pontus, Pontus's film Labyrinth. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's her playing. David Lang. Yeah. David Lang wrote mm-hmm. this music for Maya. Mm. Maya's been wanting to tour this piece of music, but she thought, gosh, I think I need another component because mm. it needs a little more than just me. Because it's, it's not easy music. And so she called me and said, would you like to work on this with me? Mm. Let's do a little, let's do a show together. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And she's like, well, we need a choreographer. So we called Lucinda. Incredible. I got a couple of names beep, from beep, different beep. people. From, <laughs> From a couple people, and then I had a friend that used to dance for her. I said, "Can oh. I get Lucinda's email?" And I just shot in the dark, threw an email out to her, and she said, "I'd love to." Yeah, yeah, it makes. And I was total like, "You've got to be kidding me!" And wow. so then it all really started to come together. It was my myself and Lucinda as this little triangle, and then we built a team of Sarah Brown for s- sets, 
Karen Young for costumes, Natasha Katz for lights. This is all making me sick. All women. women. Emily McGillicuddy is our production manager. Uh, so it's all women, and we have one one amazing man who's doing a video component for us that works with Sarah Brown quite a bit up at MIT at Harvard. Don't know about that okay. yet. That's a great question. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. And did you, and how do you, have you started rehearsals or? Yeah, we're almost done. And are you at Lumberyard? We'll be at the Lumberyard at the um, end of November, beginning of December for 10 or 12 days. And do you guys have a works in process? Not that I know of. Okay. Not that I know of. But I mean, I knew about the Lumberyard element of it Mm because I think we had talked about it when I saw you with Brian. Um, Yeah. uh, And when you do it at Lumberyard, Mm -hmm. if you have any open showings, let me know. Oh, we will. We do. Okay, great. Yeah, for I'd sure. love to come. Yeah. And maybe I can like lure Reed upstate. I, I love, love yeah. trapping Reed well, upstate. Well, he doesn't Wendy like being do upstate. Lucinda child. I do like being upstate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in this way. But seeing Wendy do Lucinda. <laughs> doesn't it sound? I mean, it feels right. Really? It feels really? So right. I feel like I heard I'm with it. Merce or something. I never knew Merce, but I feel like, she, you know, the gravity, the gravitas, like that she carries the weight in the, the art yeah. world. I just feel like I'm with, like, oh my God, I'm with such richness. Well, but that is also you. I mean, that's yeah. the thing that it really is. And I, I think that there's um, things that are important aren't, don't have to be I don't have to be led with gravitas. I think that that's, yeah, no. you know what I mean? I just I, feel the energy. She's just definitely not leading with that or anything. It's all like, da-da. she comes in mm. with the bag from like hardware store and she's, and I'm like, have you been walking on 6th Avenue again. She like pops in and she like comes back with like a $5 rope and then a $3, you know, something else, tool, equipment. And it's like a, it's like a little bag from like a hardware store and then now it's a piece. It's like she brought like, she brought in all these little Cause he just wants to go in the hardware store? Well, it's these little props. We're playing with little props because it's not, there's, it's visual, it's elements. It's not. You're giving things away now. Yeah. No, she's not. No, but she's not. But I mean, the way that I, well, like that's let, that lets the mind wander. It's not giving. It's not like I'm all of a sudden picturing. Like, I honestly can't. I don't know what it is because I've never seen a loosened a piece with props. That's well, the other thing. Well, there's a couple of props, but like she came up with this costume idea. She just pulled it out of her bag and she's like, "Put this on." And I was like, "She got it at the hardware store." <laughs> she, she, I think she, I think she was moving from one place to another, and she found this extra material, and she. Somehow made it into something. Well, she had a lot of stuff from the hardware store. You know what I mean? Some rope glue. But then we started playing with like, and it's just it's it's there's there's some weirdness that I love in it that that I've never done before. And great. I mean, isn't that what we want? I just try to do things we've never done before. That's like I'm just excited. After after a few years post New York City Ballet, it feels like you've done a lot of different styles. I, I that that's my dream. Part of me is like, oh, nobody wants to work with you. You're 51, you know. But, but that's all I want to do is work with other people. Can you imagine? Yeah. I'm gonna. I mean, I said this to you already when we were in that studio, with Brian. I'm gonna say it on this wing cut if you want. But on with no. this, with with the memoir. Yeah. When that wants to get turned into a stage piece, yeah. and You want to look at text? Mm-hmm. Please call me. Okay. That's, I will. That's that's my. I mean, I I I want to work with you. Okay. But what I, but oh, what, but what great! I, but what I'm super excited. 2021. But what I want to work with, mm. and I think that's the thing is, is you have these people brother. who are like, <laughs> I want to work with you, and then it's 
you're like, well, I'm what? And then they have this thing. I mean, for yeah. me, it's that what I, what I was so touched by in the documentary was many things, but it was... Oh, God, I've been so emotional since, like, this past, Aww. like, political week. Like, I'm just, it's like, yeah. I'm literally having that, like, cry on the street. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had to, like, Julianne, may I? I asked her, we, we're gonna we walked out of a show, yeah. and I was like, oh, how, how are you? She was like, well, I cry on the street. I literally just <laughs> had this meeting with LMCC about something that I'm going to probably do for the Stonewall anniversary. Mm-hmm. And while we were talking about it, I burst into tears because yeah. I, I was just like, it is so oppressive and that it is this like pendulum swing, not only into like the past, but into a real brutalism and violence and yeah. evilness. Yeah. yeah. So the thing, so then to speak on the yeah. other side of that, yeah. when I meet someone who so functions in the opposite. Yeah. It's like fire. It's like oh. all I want to be next to. And in the documentary, <laughs> what I was so touched by was your openness, mm-hmm. your kindness, oh. and the way in which, for me, I viewed uh, a wound that happened to you mm. turning you into something even brighter huh. and more of a diamond. Mm-hmm. And it was so... I, I, It was completely magnetic. Thank if you haven't you. seen this documentary, watch it. It is, it is a thing about surviving and that survival turns you into something bigger than if everything was just yeah. easy medium. But my interest was in you. Yeah. And um, I like working with people on them and uh, making the personal political because yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. And in that I mean and the same again in that way like you diverge so much from like the normal ballet persona because so often in ballet people just from having been through a training of like not speaking much and not <laughs> yeah. They, they don't say what's real, even right. if they, well, there yeah. is a truth. You don't want to expose the darker elements right. because people go to watch you and pay money to to fantasize right. that right. there's a perfection and there and is you were, utopia. And you were very straightforward and restless yeah. creature about what how these problems began and yeah. how, why you felt the way you were feeling. Yeah, and... I was really coping with a, with a, a severe case of shame mm. that that I was so shocked by and so upset by and so confused by why after this very very long successful career do I feel ashamed at this point why and it it was absolutely the most natural thing to fall into that hole of shame being a female ballet dancer of a certain age of a certain breakage in their physique it's like you're nothing now that's what you're that's the that's the that's the element of the art form that is unfortunately has been real for so long i got to listen to that we need to fix that that we need to fix yeah yeah. and and the and that and that thing Mm -hmm. of anyone being able to like when someone can express shame i'm like and now i know they're the strongest person in the world because that (laughs) is what people will do literally everything possible to, to make sure no one knows they're ashamed. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. witnessing that in this very public format of the documentary mm-hmm. and just, but not even that of you being able to say that in such a natural way is that is an es- essence of your being that people need yeah. that will help. Yeah. That's what's going to help. I didn't want any other woman or man to, to come out of a lifelong focused career of that degree and enter into this spiral of shame. And I see so many in history, traditionally, you know, 
oh, so-and-so has been retired for so long, you know, look at them now. And it's just like, you know, why are we still judging people on their, their 20 year old perfection moment? It's cruelty. this is human life right. because and it's it's cruelty. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's 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 uh, it's cruelty, and it comes out of. I mean, certainly in terms of. I was I was thinking about um, impressing the czar. This more like I was thinking yeah. about thinking about impressing the czar, and just thinking yeah. the brilliance of that title and what Forsyth was saying at that time, yeah. and about this thing of like, who's this content for? Yeah, like who gets to have this content? Mm-hmm. Who's it's for? And then thinking about the lineage of that, mm-hmm. and thinking about the patriarchy, mm-hmm. well, and it was just it's weird. It's weird to me that these images are being controlled by older people, and yet there's this obsession with youth that they're. <laughs> That's their creating. It's an infantilization. Yeah. yeah. And vampirism. Yeah. And I, yes, absolutely. I, I feel this, that's very true. Yes. I was yes. at this talk yesterday at the library and Eddie Villella was talking about Watermill and how when Jerry made it in the 70s, he did it. He didn't really understand what it was that he was doing. And then in 89 or something, yeah. Jerry was like, can you come back and do this? Uh-huh. And he Eddie did. was old. And but you, how beautiful, right? Right. And oh. so I was thinking like, yeah, what is the problem with that? Why are there no older dancers in these big dance companies? Yeah. And I was like, older dancers are so wonderful to watch. And I just couldn't understand. I, I, I started to really think about that a lot today, actually. Because yeah. mm-hmm. now I'm also like, I'm not that young. So mm-hmm. I was sort of like, I'm old too. Uh-huh. I want people to look at me. But I, what was the first thing I asked you though today, Reed? When are you performing? What are you performing next? And well, he'll be in the. Sh- we're doing so, the show again in January. So yeah, I mean, when I look at you, I just think of an eternal, like, constantly churning, turning artist that does multiple kinds of creative. But that's in things. so many. Like, and that's so, how I see you. There's so many performers. Not old at all. Who we want to see like turn mm-hmm. into adults. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. And yet we. You know, especially in the ballet world, we throw them in the garbage. You do. Turn you into adults. You absolutely do. Yeah. You absolutely do. Once mm. they're... And it is this thing, It, it's control, it's grotesque, it's... There's a lot of adjectives that I can give it, and none of them are positive. Mm-hmm. And there's no interest for... It's hard to develop an interest as a ballet dancer in becoming older because they're like, well, you can't have gray hair and you can't right. be bald and right. you can't like get tighter and you, you can't can, like, get saggy arms. Right. You can't do any of those well, things. And even when you look at the, the shift in technique, like one of that at a certain point, people's legs were only going to like around here. And now that there's like this sort of crazy, almost Cirque du Soleil effect mm-hmm. that sort of has bled everywhere, right. and I blame certain things. You can like, blame Wendy for certain things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Wendy and her now fake hip. Yeah, it's, it's not, yeah. But, and it's no, it's, but it's this thing of like it's higher, faster, yeah, yeah. and and while all of those things are arresting or uh, certainly There's a level of course, to it. Yeah. it depends. Uh, it's also sort of and what I mean. I've also think like even thinking of. Um, uh, thinking of things I've seen that someone could say were technically more insane or virtuosic mm-hmm. to something that I have gotten more of a feeling from that has uh, that isn't yeah. about no. um, someone just doing like relentless backflips across the yeah. stage. And you know what? What I think a lot of audience members that I mean that really get the sophistication of Balanchine's abstractness. What a, a major part of the ingredients is the inner life of the dancer. Yeah. That's what I think, I don't know, but I feel like he was drawn to those kind of artists that have a very strong inner life because they 
bring that out in the, that choreography and it just adds this golden layer to it that when that's not there it's you know that has to be cultivated as well in the, and the in the choreography or and the furthermore, I'd say artists the people who making have those that words. more generally yeah. are older people because yeah. of the life lived yeah and yeah. then if they can bring that all with them on yeah. on stage mm-hmm. that's not always true I mean I just call it a dancer who's mm-hmm. uh, in her I think she's twenty one but I, I I want her for this project but she's lived a life yeah and yeah. I think that. If, when you can see that. When you can see that and what That's that what gives in a live act, yeah. that is why, I mean, Reed and I love films. We talk about films all the time. <laughs> but but what, y'all, Blanche, y'all. But, but, y'all not like too, but. Movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it is, but what the live act can do, and again, mm-hmm. and specifically in the moving body, mm-hmm. it is a form of medicine that I, we need mm-hmm. so and cha- bad. And in challenging, you know, yeah. really challenged moving bodies, like yeah. that's where ballet D- brings you to that level of that challenge of that yeah really makes you reach for that level and expose that much more of yourself when it's there yeah which is where that magic of ballet is and can be that you often get with other dance forms yeah. but with ballet it's not just about this many turns or this high of a jump or that high of a leg it's what are you thinking to get yourself to that place and how are you going to get into it Art, artfully and how are you going to get out of it artfully and that's when you go oh, oh wow and I would say that's a that is a thing that people have a misconception mm-hmm. of in the ballet world mm-hmm. and outside of the ballet mm-hmm. world I know people who are not interested in ballet because they don't think that happens there they don't think right, people right. are and I would say they could certainly see certain shows mm-hmm. and they would be right Right. But what you're talking about, and I think is what was so, I mean, Reed talks about it in terms of this neutral with you, but in my also experience of, and I think this is what you're talking about too, is I can still see your vulnerability and risk in it. Yeah. So there's the thing that you have to do and then all the work to that attempt. Right. And that narrative is not removed from you. Right. So that creates like another narrative that's going on in that space that makes me sit on the edge of my seat Mm -hmm. instead of when I'm like, oh, they're fine. Right. They'll be fine. But you can also get in the ballet world, you can also fall into the trap of being an overindulging or, or, you know, you know, get obsessed with the lines and the feet. And it's like, it's almost like a sexual thing. It's like, oh my arch. Oh my God. Look at that beautiful whatever right. a pomon I mean, it's there <laughs> it, it's, it's there but you know i think i think certain artists can lose that mental kind of intelligence when they overindulge to right. a certain degree and use their physicality as a sort of a tempting thing of right. like candy and but you lose I- your oh, well, oh more the, from you i would say like for you i mean for you wendy like this kind of extremeness of flexibility and beauty of line exists in you and and throughout your career had something to do with I think your visibility of like what an interesting body with so much space in it but in watching you especially later like when we'd be in like shows together at Chicago Dancing Festival and seeing you really close like from the wings Mm -hmm. it was really like in your stillness it was in the Mm -hmm. almost doing of nothing that I was like she has all of the power because mm. she can do nothing and she's so calm and so like 
focused and understanding of the material. And I think it was then that I was like, I had loved you, and then I was like, she's the best one. Oh, <laughs> oh such read. a beautiful compliment. Thanks. Because it was really like this. It was a power that I hadn't seen that close because right. you weren't you weren't doing anything extra. Right. It was like the most concise version of whatever it was you were doing that and it could that, possibly be. And that takes, at least in my experience, and this is just a guess, yeah. that is about fear and a confrontation of fear and what that can set you at after that instead of like what you were talking about before of the indulgence. Mm -hmm. That is a really great way to resist fear. That's mm -hmm. a great, like to go back a little bit earlier, that's people who don't want to admit they've ever been ashamed or mm -hmm. are ashamed mm -hmm. or are feeling broken mm -hmm. or any of these things. Mm -hmm. But the confrontation of that mm -hmm. is then what can allow for an immediacy mm -hmm. in the present moment. Mm -hmm. And that is a way of like walking through fear into that. Mm -hmm. And just exposing that that this is this is all you get and it's everything. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. I can't wait to see this. I can't <laughs> wait to see this Lucinda piece because I just I mean I feel she's so great at doing that. Mm. I mean I feel Stripping Lucinda away. Lucinda has a way of showing uh, of showing the body going like really going through its paces. Mm. And it's built up that doesn't lose the humanness in it, even though it, it the minimalism brings out the humanness. Actually, yeah, I would say I was just thinking of some of the things, and yeah, there's she's going. I I feel her her gravitating toward the the humanness. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Are you working on anything else? That is the main thing that's right now. I mean, that's yeah. a huge Doing one. A little teaching, I don't mean to be like, I don't mean to stuff. be like, yeah, I would yeah, just yeah. Lucinda, that's nothing. But no, I have some meaning other, more like what's, I yeah, have, with teaching um, and that and art. Yeah, I've been enjoying teaching a lot. What are you staging? I'm just going to set a bitter earth okay. at the end of this week. And, uh, yeah. Are you not, you're not a person who's going to go around staging balancing ballets or Robin's ballets? Um, I haven't been approached by them to do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and... I also know that there are a lot of dancers that came before me mm -hmm. that had a little more time that maybe deserve to do that before I do. Right. Later, I mean, it's again, it's those, it's that when I'm 30, right. it'll be my time to do that. So but like, right now, when I'm a, 70, I'll do moves. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll do the yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, I've I, really been working on my back. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be able to outextend them all. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I would. I would love to set those kind of things, but right. there's, um, you know, quite a handful of people that. You know, that's their thing. That's their job. Yeah. And they, you know, and maybe was... one day later on, I'll find my way towards that. Mm -hmm. I know I can do it, but I also know I can still do a lot of other things. And maybe that will come eventually. Do you love teaching? It looks, I mean, I... I, I enjoy it when I, guess, yeah, yeah. I, when I, I do, I enjoy it. You're learning about it. I, I never thought I could teach before. I was like, oh, I don't know enough to teach. That's I amazing. thought my whole career, I was like, I don't know enough yet to <laughs> teach. So I wanted to be the eternal <laughs> student forever, like always in class. And so to switch my brain and my body, right. uh, turn off the one and turn on the other yeah. part and put myself in the other part yeah. of the room was like a really terrifying ordeal. Well, so much about holding space and being able to see literally everyone all at once. Yeah. It's a lot. I like yeah. connecting with different people and knowing how they need me to connect yeah. with them because everybody yeah. gets, they need a different energy. Yeah. 
So you know what's weird? What? Going back to Bitter Earth. <laughs> this season at New York City Ballet, suddenly I saw like four other women wear that costume that I oh, designed really? for you. Was there a bunch of them? There was Tess, Tess Sarah, Sarah, Tyler, Tyler? Lauren Lovett. <gasps> oh, I didn't know that. And I was really wow. and it was weird because every time I like, see someone in that costume, I was like, that's not for you. Bitter bitter birth. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Every, everybody got that's, I like that. But it, I mean, it's just weird to think about that project itself because that was the project Fengi Shu and I came up with. Oh yeah. That's how Bitter Earth came to be. Fengi and I were having coffee at Dina DeLuca and she's like, I really want to work with you on a project. And I was like, well, I would love to work with you on a project, Fengi Shu, modern modern right. dancer extraordinaire. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's so, so incredible. So we were going to do something and she was like, how about we work with Christopher Wielden? And I was like, you're like, oh. I know him. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> and you're like, just like out your phone. You're calling, like, hi, Chris. Just like calling hey, Lucinda. I was like, called Chris. I go, well, you know, there's this great, great, great dancer that, you know, we want to do a project together. Can you make something for us? Right. And he was like, yes. Duh. Yeah, duh. And then he goes, can I bring two guys in? And I was like, Fengi, how do you feel about that? She's like, yes. So we had Craig and Tyler. And then we went and got this... We were going to do it in Taiwan, and it was Fengi and my piece, and Damien took it on and, and gave us a residency, and Chris made uh, this whole piece called Four, 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 five. four Movements, Five Repeats, or something mm -hmm. like that, and he made a great duet for Fengi and Craig, and a great, obviously great duet for Tyler and I, Bitter Earth, and we performed it, and it got a nice review, the whole piece, and... Peter Where brought was, the bitter earth into the rep oh, right, right, for right. one night for the Valentino Valentino Bella. night, and mm -hmm. I was like so excited. I was like, "That's that's my project," right. and you know, and then now now four new ballerinas just did it, and I'm going to coach Alessandra Ferry and teach her tomorrow. And I, I so mean, it's exciting wow, to think that I, I came up with the the baby. Well, that was the and was that kind of that. the beginning of was that kind of the beginning of the sort of more producerial yes. quality for you mm -hmm. was coming out of that mm -hmm. and. Yeah. I, I'll say on a personal note, like mm -hmm. that piece was the reason I pursued this career path. Because oh. I yelled at you, right, Reed? No, because you... That you pursued being a costume yeah, designer? Because I was just finishing school and Wendy, for no reason, was like, hey, do you want to design so, this thing I'm doing? And, and then I was, I was like, like, he's what? 12. No, Reed. <laughs> well, no. And then somehow, somehow I was yeah. like, I'm designing a Christopher Wielden dance. Yeah. And then I was like... In Maybe five, I'll do this. In like 24 hours, too. Yeah. He, get, he had about wow. 24 hours. So it was because of Wendy that I was like, I'm going to be a costume designer. And it was the summer It was, it was was the wow. summer after school when I should have been applying for jobs with fashion companies. And 2012. I was like, mm -hmm. And I was like, no. I did I'm not know that, really. Yeah. Thanks, Wendy. I didn't know oh that Oh, my either. God. I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't know that either. But you did stuff before you did with me. Yeah. I actually had done a jack dance at the new museum. I had yeah. done something for Avi for, yeah. you know, for a few people. It was the new but that was. How did I know that you were doing this? Did you tell me, or I, I probably had talked to, to you because you had. I was coming up to Saratoga and uh -huh. stuff, and uh -huh. you. Oh yeah. And I think we chatted, ah. and Janie knew that I was designing because she had gotten me my first Justin Peck job. That's what it was. Yeah. That Any whole little connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Wendy. Yeah, Reed. Well, you made one incar in it. What is it called? Incarnation. Incarnation. Yeah. Like in two seconds, and you mailed it to us, and then Feng Yi was like. I'm going to make it like this. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. you made another version for us. Well, also I made and a then version you made for Fall for Dance, which didn't work. And I literally had and to 
cut the skirt off, sewed it onto a leotard oh, yeah. like two seconds before the show. Yeah, it was like, like I literally. I didn't know what I was doing. Talk that about. Is, were you <laughs> ang- did you feel anxious during it, Reed? Well, Wendy was very calm. No, yeah, talk about paying your dues though. Reed was totally paying his dues. No, but you weren't like you were calm. So I was like, it'll be okay because you were like, it'll work, and I was like, it'll work. But then what happened? I love holding your hand right now. The Valentino. Valentino, Valentino made me a dress uh-huh. for our the premiere right. at City Ballet, yeah. which and I thought was pretty. Good. And I was like, <laughs> I hate this. She dress. didn't like it. And I was like, yes. Reed. I called Reed for the third incarnation of it, this. and so then, then I loved we it. We met yeah. here, and I was like, mm-hmm. "What?" I came so to the I apartment. Like, I drew and, a picture uh-huh. for her, and da 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 da. And then we literally walked together into the City Ballet costume <gasps> shop, where Wendy was like, "This is going to be my new costume for Bitter Earth." And Mark Apple was like, "Is it?" Like, I was like, I was like, I was like, "This is my last season." I just <laughs> Wendy, you're risen. so cool. I was, I've just risen. You're so cool, you guys. Like that's definitive coolness. I was like, like I've just risen from the dead. Yeah. And no more Valentino. Yeah. I don't want to feel like a refrigerator. Yeah. I want Reed to make a that very nice. lovely fitting dress, and it, I felt like a million dollars. It was my return to the stage after. You, you guys, what an incredible story is amazing, and that yeah. is the kind of thing of like. You just tried to kill me. Now I'm going to do exactly what I want. I know. Are you kidding? Well, like, and then she let us design her last dress retirement thing, yeah. which was... I like, remember when Reed was making it, and I was like, what's that? And he was like... "I." And the, like, his feeling in the studio while making that, Wendy, it was... I mean, we didn't build it. The City Ballet people built it. I remember you sketching it, and you talking but about you it. But you were like, this color. And I, and I was like, it's my favorite color. And you had fabric samples there. I mean, and Holly afterwards was like, you made the right thing for Wendy. It just all felt... And I mean, and I got to like... Be there was really special. And you were in the movie, and then <laughs> and then the people movie. were like, "You're the star of the movie." I am the star of the movie. Yeah. Um, oh, oh my god! I'm resentful such... anytime a ballet documentary comes out that I'm not in. I know he's got to be in each one. <laughs> you should just haunting, haunting the sides. Okay, it's always a cameo. Um, before we let you go on to to the next part of your day, I'm gonna have like we're gonna have like a surprise moment, Uh-oh. which was Reed and I were sent Uh-oh. a gift. I don't know what this is. Well, we were sent a gift because we've been saying on our podcast, feel free to send, or I think we've been saying send us gifts. And <laughs> oh my I, God, I love well, that. Well, we do this for free. Is it? Oh, but by the way, send us ladies, gentlemen, and other, we're starting a Patreon. <laughs> and, and um, we're serving petrol. We are serving. Actually, that's what we should do. And whenever we get to, I think it's like a hundred, once a hundred people have donated to it. Because what we want to do is we're wanting to make video content as well as, oh. um, Look at curating. Good. And this interview was video. There's a camera there. Can you imagine? <laughs> we set up all these videos just before you got here. Oh. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will be starting Patreon. Please feel free to donate to us if you love this podcast. In the meantime, also feel free to send us gifts. So, Reed, we got this gift. Oh my god. And what um, is this? It's Meryl Streep. And it's Meryl Streep. Uh, dear Jack and Reed, please enjoy this gift of eternal youth. It's Meryl Streep getting the potion from Isabella Rossellini. Look on the other side. Good. Do you know Isabella Rossellini? Um, I, I met her a couple. I met her twice, but it. she doesn't know me. I knew it. She doesn't know me. You'll be turning heads in no time. Exo fan of the podcast, lovely David Wiley, who we David know who saw Terry show. And Reed, you can open it because I've already opened it. I know. And then is. I thought we could all use it. You know what it is? Okay. Yeah. What is it? A moisturizing egg. Mm-hmm. Wow. <gasps> and so, wow. So today, wow. so today, I thought I'm such a good friend because I've opened this, but I'm going to put it in my bag and I'm going to bring it. 
all the way into Manhattan, all the way to some on right yeah, now? all the way to the Upper West Side. We're all gonna put okay. some on before we go on for the rest of the day. Is it bad to put on a dirty face? <laughs> and I and I thought <laughs> and I thought I'm such a good friend that I'm gonna bring this, and then I thought I'm such a bad friend because I'm gonna take it right oh, home. Oh, and it's it. all the more and it's all so the more reason tiny. to do this now as we're with the most eternally young <laughs> the person most, on earth. Oh, I oh, mean, yeah. that is crazy. Is it like a caviar spoon? Fifty-one and a half. Wendy. When, wait, what sign are you? Taurus. <gasps> Don't you know it? I the, Reed knows it. They love what are you? beauty. Sagittarius. Sag, such a full are you Sagittarius. Both, are you both Sagittarius? I'm an Aquarius to the max. Oh, you're, but that's watery too, right? You it's too? fire. Water is, oh. uh, Aquarius is air, but I just said my chart read. Parker got me a full chart reading and I am mainly ruled by Scorpio. No, I'm of course nervous. you are. So I have, I have, a, I have hand sanitizer. This comes with a spoon. It comes, it comes with spoon. like a caviar spoon. I have. I thought. You want I, some blinis? Have you used this before? No. I but have. you know who does? Kate Blanchett. So have here's. Have you talked to her about it? No. Wait, are you friends with Kate Blanchett? <laughs> Do you want to hear my Kate Blanchett impersonation? Yes. Because we years ago we did this thing. We did a dramatic parody reading of Notes on a Scandal, and I was Kate in that. Uh-huh. And there's this part where there's this part where she picks up her phone. And she goes, "Hello." And there's this other part so which, which she goes, um, go home. And there's another part where she goes, I don't know. Those are some of my impersonations. Oh, Have you seen that movie, Wendy? No. I hadn't seen oh. it until last year. Is it great? It's um, insane. Here, we're all going to do a little La Mer. <gasps> Can I have That's that much? Glob. Yeah, let's. I know You're that so was a generous. lot. But let's... Should we put it in her mouth? No, you put it where, you know, you put it where you need it. My under eyes is really, she's putting it on her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that was so wild. Did you want us to cut that? No. Okay. Oh, no. It's going to depend on how it comes out. Oh, they cut the part if and my, this creature. If my crow's nest go away, you can keep it in. Oh, but my if God. If my crow's nest, crow's you nest. Guys, crow's you guys, you can feel it. You know it's the it's best. It's drinking it up. When the camera crews yeah. were at the, in the dressing room filming Wendy and I in that fitting I was wait she, at the theater at the at the, at the Rose Building. So there uh, was something about like the width of the crotch, and I was like, "Well, you can narrow it out just as long as her labia aren't falling out." Do they cut that? They cut it. They cut that part out. You but know they what? kept my thumbs up the asshole part. <gasps> they was there that? That was in it. No, I know they kept that. Oh, it was so good, Wendy. Oh when my she God. tells the story about like do anything you can. I don't care. Oh, just don't thumb. let me slip. Put your, th- <laughs> oh put my your God. thumbs up my. That's right. I also remember when I watched it because. I'm from rural Wisconsin, and so when I watched it, I was like, wow, there's a certain... She's really keeping it real, and I love that. I would never have done... You look like you're wearing a mask. (laughs) (laughs) It looks so good. No, it's really good. Is it not drinking in? No, it's going in. It must be that other mask I have on top. It's (laughs) going in. David Wiley, thank you for this gift. I wish you could have seen the video of... You always take more La Mer. David Wiley, Wendy Whalen is wearing the gift that you sent to us. Yeah. As, as is Reed, as is Jack. And I'm going to take a photo at the end of this for, <laughs> for, for our post for this. this Wendy, we love you so much. Oh, I love you guys so much. Reed's, Reed has known Thanks you much longer in, than me. Inspiring but inspiring me. I absolutely what, love I mean, you. It's, you both inspire it's silly, me a lot. It's silly to say yeah. to someone like, you've changed my life, but you oh, have. Oh, Reed. And you and, have, Wendy, because yeah. I've heard him talk about it in oh. private. You Not really just have. from like watching you dance and wanting to intuit some of those qualities, but just from, you know, things you've done for me. Oh, yeah. You've been, and, and I do think that last story of you championing this like young new designer. I mean, that's that's so huge. That's well, that's really when you've stepped into your. I know who yeah. I am. I've also always felt weird about you know my torso and you know 
You have? Yeah, like my rib, you know, weird oh, bones. Oh, like, yes. And I, and I like, have the same. Wendy has weird bones. <laughs> Brother, sister, team. Oh, um, yes. We love you so much, Wendy. Thank you for doing this. My absolute pleasure, you guys. Next Tuesday, same place. Petrol. Same place, I know. We'll be here. <laughs>